You're listening to Following the Way, a podcast devoted to the examination of Scripture and Christ-centered practices to help us live in devotion to the way of Jesus. This is going to be fun today. I'm really looking forward to this podcast and uh, what we're going to do in our time together. I want to do things a little bit different than I have up to this point, and that is I want to share and look at a personal word that the Lord gave me last week out of his word, and I want to break that down and explain a little bit how that happened, uh, both to share the word uh, as it is for our church and, and for myself personally, but also to help us understand how the Lord speaks to us personally through his word and what I've found that to look like in my life. And I hope that that encourages you and gives you confidence in how the Lord speaks to you and perhaps in ways that you haven't thought of up to this point. And so I want to uh, dig in first and just explain where this came from. I was reading in uh, John 7. And so we I've actually been going through John uh, on this podcast for the last couple days. And uh, so I was in John last week reading and I'd actually read John 7 the day before and I had gone into uh, my time in the Word and, and my reading plan called for me to read John 8. But I felt the Lord say to me, Paul, I want you to go back and read John 7 again. And uh, John 7 is one of my favorite chapters in that gospel. I love uh, the part where Jesus stands up at the feast and he talks about, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me. And so it's it's one of those uh, verses and those passages that I return to frequently. And so I know it. Uh, but as I read it that morning, I felt the Lord really impress upon me those verses again. And it was in a new and in a fresh way. And so as I was reading that, it says there in John 7, 37, on the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. And as I read that, I was again just struck by the passion of Jesus in that verse, how he cries out and what he's offering to the people. And I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get into that a lot for this podcast, just for uh, time's sake. And I want to share a little bit out of what the Lord spoke to me. But there's a lot of depth there um, into why Jesus was doing that. As I read that, I felt the Lord say to me, Paul, I want you to search the word thirst. Now, let me give some background to this. I've been praying over the last couple of weeks uh, since... Uh, the Lord spoke to me about praying about hunger during this season that we're in, praying for hunger in myself, that the Lord would give me more hunger, he'd birth hunger in me, and that he'd birth hunger in our church. And so uh, I've been praying a very simple prayer, Lord, make me hungry, and would you give us people who are hungry? And hunger and thirst go together in scripture a lot when it speaks of desire for God, hungering after God, thirsting for God, for his presence, for his work in our lives, to know him, to experience him. There's just all throughout scripture, those metaphors of thirst and hunger are used. And so, but I felt the Lord very specifically that morning say to me, Paul, I want you to do a word search for thirst. And so it was very quickly, I got out my phone. It wasn't uh, an in-depth word search. I was just looking for some passages and I knew some in Psalms. Uh, I was thinking about Psalm 63 uh, and how it speaks there of thirst, but uh, my eyes fell upon Psalm 107 as I was searching and I, I felt the Holy Spirit impress upon me, Paul, I want you to go to this Psalm. And so again, this is an example of how I found 
the Lord speaks to me as I'm reading his word and just quieting my heart and listening. And the Holy Spirit will impress these things on me. And it's it comes out of time spent in the word. It comes out of slowing down listening. And so I went to, to Psalm 107. And uh, not, not in my Bible at the time, on my phone actually, but later uh, I got out my Bible later that day and again just spent some time looking at these verses because I was astounded in the moment by what the Lord was speaking to me. Now, the background of Psalm 107, it's written to God's people Israel at the time. Um, and, and it's speaking about what the Lord is going to do in his people, his faithfulness, his goodness, how his steadfast love endures forever. That's how the psalm starts out. But again, understanding that now as God's people, as Jews and Gentiles brought into the kingdom, this psalm applies to us. We also are God's people. And so we can take this for ourselves as the word of God for us. And so this is an example of where the Logos word of God, which means that the authoritative true word of God, which is the Logos, became for me in that time, that morning, the rhema word of God, meaning it became a personal word. This was written to God's children thousands of years ago, and it's true and it will remain true and God's word never changes. But in that moment, in that morning, this word became effectual and personal to me. And the first words that uh, I fell upon was verses 35 to 38 where it says, he turns a desert into pools of water, a parched land into springs of water. And there he lets the hungry dwell and they establish a city to live in. And I want to stop there for a second and just um, explain a little bit what the Lord is speaking to me. And again, maybe it'll help us understand how the Lord can speak through his eternal word, where it becomes living and active in the moment for us. Because as I read that, I felt the strong sense from the Holy Spirit that this desert that uh, where a desert speaks of lack of water, where it speaks of thirst, it speaks of dryness, it speaks of, uh, it doesn't speak of, of lush vegetation, it doesn't speak of growth. And it's, it's compared with, he turns a desert into pools of water, a parched land, parched where it's, it's in desperate need of water into springs of water and that would mean that there's there's this bubbling of water coming up out of the ground now again this psalm is using this metaphor to speak to what god is going to do in the lives of his people and in the moment as i read it i felt the lord say paul this is what i want to do in you and this is what i want to do in landmark and specifically in lcf our church now i i want to just back up there and stop because uh when I went to my Bible later in the day and I looked at this, in my Bible written here in the margins, I had said, pray for God to do this in Landmark. And then I had dated it September 2019. Now, I know I do that when the Lord speaks something to me really specifically. And I'll mark down a date because I, I know that the Lord is speaking it to me. And so, here, but the truth of the matter is, if I'm honest, is I had forgotten about this. This happened last fall and through whatever busyness and, and lack of attention, I had forgotten that the Lord spoke this to me. And in this moment, when I went back and I looked at this, I felt the Lord impress upon me so clearly 
Paul, I already have spoken this to you. I want to do this in you. I want to do this in the church. And I want you to pray this into being. This is, and that's, again, this is talking about partnership and prayer. So there's different things here when the Lord speaks to us and he calls us to partner with him. And I felt that so strongly as I read this. And this is what he wants to do. And it says there that he lets the hung there he lets the hungry dwell. Those who come who are hungry, they dwell, they they settle, they they are quieting themselves. They are finding a place to call their own. And it says, and they establish a city to live in. And then it goes on, they sow fields and plant vineyards and get a fruitful yield. So it's talking about prosperity, but again, this is a metaphor for not not financial and prosperity and, and materialism in our lives, but it's talking about spiritually what God wants to do in us. Now, it may mean prosperity in the natural, but it serves the purpose of what God wants to do in our hearts. And so, but it's speaking about putting down roots, sowing fields, planting vineyards, getting a fruitful yield. It speaks to people who are, are solidified, they're bought in, they're planted and says, and by his blessing, they multiply greatly, and he does not let their livestock diminish. And again, I felt that the Lord was saying to me by this is that, Paul, I want to do this in you. I want to do this in the church. I want to multiply greatly what's happening. There's there's increase coming. And in speaking about, I felt like the Lord said to me, again, this is where the Logos becomes the rhema. He does not let their livestock diminish. There won't be loss. There's going to be gain, but there's not going to be loss. It's going to be increase and gain. And again, in the moment, as this became personal to me and the Lord is speaking this to me, and it was touching something in me very deeply, I knew that the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. Now, there was another part in Psalm 107 that when I did that word search for thirst, it came up, and that was verses 4 to uh, four to 7, uh, where it says, Some wandered in desert wastes, finding no way to a city to dwell in, hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress." Now, in that, as I, as I was reading this, I felt like the Lord connected these verses for me. And interestingly enough, those also were verses that I had put a little bit of writing behind, uh, beside, I don't know at what point, I, hadn't, I didn't mark that down, but I had written in the margins, in times of barrenness and desperation. And as I saw that, I felt like the Lord again remind me, saying, Paul, this is where you find yourself right now. And this is what I want to stir in you. I want to stir these feelings where you are, you're desperate for more of me. And, and the Lord is connecting for me. Those who are wandering, those who fought, feel like they're in these desert lands. The promise is he turns deserts into pools of water. And those that are hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. This they're in a parched land, but there's springs of water coming. And he says they, they're finding no way to a city to dwell in. And then he says there in verse 36, and they establish a city to live in. He, there he lets the hungry dwell. And again, I mean, it's, it's actually quite clear in the text, but the Lord was connecting these for me going, Paul, those who are looking for more, those who are looking 
for God, for me to move in their lives, those who are hungry and thirsty, I'm going to prepare a place for them. Keep pursuing me. And again, the Lord is the whole time, the whole time, what he was really in me connecting in this was pray, 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 pray this into what I want to do. I want you to partner with me to pray this into reality, into the natural. And in the days since, since the Lord has spoken this to me, every day this is being impressed upon me, Paul, pray. And I feel like it's the Holy Spirit reminding me daily in the mornings, Paul, I want you to pray about this. And then it says there in verse six, there, then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them from their distress. And again, the Lord was just connecting this for me about how we cry out to the Lord in these times in our lives. And right now we find ourselves in a very precarious situation. And the Lord's saying, don't, don't waste this time. Don't, don't allow this time to pass you by. Don't, don't get caught up in things that are actually, you're going to look back and go, I wasted this season. The Lord had something for me, but I didn't take hold of it. And then verse 7, it says, He led them by a straight way till they reached a city to dwell in. It speaks to the Lord's guidance. The Lord is leading them. And there's so many connections we can make here about in Scripture about how God leads his people. And in verse 9, it says, For he satisfies the longing soul, and the hungry soul he fills with good things. And again, the Lord is connecting that for me in what his desire, what he wants to do in our hearts. And so I hope this is helpful in helping you see how the Lord speaks just so specifically and personally in scripture and in ways that really touch our hearts. But also, uh, I want to just share this as I feel this is a very clear word for the church. And I felt like the Lord really impressed that upon me where it was conviction. I know that this is what the Lord is speaking. And I, I feel him calling me and I, I feel him calling us. If you want to join to pray, pray this into being that he would fill the hungry with good things the hungry soul. And that's that's a promise. That's a promise that we can pray that God, where I'm hungry, you're going to fill my soul with good things. No matter what I see in the natural, no matter what I'm going through right now, God, you're faithful. Your word is true. And yeah, there's there's so much here that we could dig into. But I want to encourage you, if you find yourself in a place right now where you're saying, I, I need refreshing, I'm thirsty. I want to, again, tie it back to John 7, 37, because that's where the Lord, that's where he brought me from when I was reading that and where Jesus cries out and he says, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. And that's the invitation right now for us is to come to Jesus wherever we're thirsty. And he says, I will satisfy you. I will give you rivers of living water. And they won't, they won't end. They, they keep flowing inside of us through the power of the Holy Spirit at work within us. So be encouraged, friends. I hope that this was a blessing to you. And I hope that it, it helped you to see how the Logos word of God becomes the Rhema word of God to us personally as we're in it. And so this morning, what I want to do to end is I want to pray. I want to pray this over us. I want to pray this over myself. I want to pray this over those of us who are listening and invite the Lord to do this amongst us because I believe that this is the proper response. When the Lord speaks to us and he uh, 
encourages us in this way and shows us what he wants to do for us through his word, then we, he invites us to partner with him in prayer. And so, Lord, I want to pray this over us right now. Lord, as, as whoever is listening to this podcast, Lord, and you know where we're all at, Lord, and you know where we hunger and where we're thirsty, Lord, where we desire for you to work in our lives. And so, God, we invite you to do that, Lord, where there's parched ground inside of us, where there's desert wasteland, Lord, where we feel empty, where we feel like we just need the refreshing work of Jesus. We come to you, Lord, and we ask you to fill us. We ask you to turn those areas in our lives into springs of living water, that you would make new water bubble up inside of us. And Lord, I want to pray this over the church, your heart for us, your your promise that you will lead us in a straight path. You will lead us. You will fill the hungry soul with good things. You will lead us to a city to dwell in. There you will make us prosperous and you will you will do great things in us, Lord. And you will, you will satisfy our hunger and satisfy our longing. And you will you will give us your living water. We receive that this today and we pray that over ourselves. And we, we ask you, Jesus, to do that. And we thank you. We thank you for your promises in your word. Bless you today, my friends. It was so good to be together. And I hope that this was a blessing to you as you see how the Lord is speaking to us through scripture, through his Logos word. And it becomes, it becomes a rhema, a personal word to us for now. We'll see you again. Thank you.